I have no one else to blame but myself. And it was worth it. 27 years, two children, many, many cars, and a few cats later. I am sitting here at the Four Seasons, and I would do it all again. To a new episode of Most Memorable Journeys. And this might as well be, or probably is, the most significant trip of my life. As I'm sitting here with my laptop in the December sun, having one of the best cappuccinos in the world at Colors Coffee of the Four Seasons Hotel in Limassol, I realize how far I have come and how much I love my life and how much I love this podcast. I am so glad and also a little proud that I started it. And I want to thank you for listening and for your interest in my life, in my journey and in all the other people's journeys who are interview partners once in a while. But let's see what this is all about, what this most significant journey is all about. In a few days, my husband and I will celebrate our 26th wedding anniversary. Who would have ever thought when I left Cyprus in 1988 and decided that I will never come here again, that this would happen? Well, we know that John Lennon said, Life happens when you are busy making other plans. And if you have been listening to my previous episodes, you will know that the last time I had worked in Cyprus as a tour guide was in 1988 and that I had no intention to ever come back. But then life happened. And you know, the bottom line is never say never. After my last summer here in Cyprus, I spent three more years traveling and working all over the world. And then I decided to settle in Switzerland, in my home country. And I started working in a hotel in Zurich and then moved to my hometown, to Lucerne, and worked in a travel agency. During these years, a lot of life happened, as it does to all of us. But somehow, I was never really 100% sure if I was happy staying in Switzerland forever. And I had always left my options open. After a crazy holiday in December 93 in Cuba, there were some, let's say, unexpected developments, which I know today happened for a reason. There is never any coincidence. There's no coincidence. Everything happens for a reason. All our decisions have consequences. And some opportunities only turn up once. And I think I've been saying that in some other episodes before, but this is just how it is. Very often it's fear that stops us from saying yes to something. Because we don't like to leave our comfort zone. But it is also a fact that the comfort zone is the place where our dreams die. And this is why today I will tell you how I decided to leave the comfort zone and take a leap of faith. And this is how the story goes. In January 1994, I met up with the man who is now my husband. And at the time we were both unattached. We had known each other for many years. And we decided 
that it may be a good idea for me to move to Cyprus. I was ready to settle down. But I was in the middle of my marketing exams, so our plans had to wait until August. And this also gave me some time to get used to this idea of moving again, giving up my apartment and selling my beautiful, bright red Volkswagen Corrado. Because we were planning to buy a four-wheel drive in England and drive it down to Cyprus. If you are not familiar with driving in Cyprus, you may probably wonder why on earth did we buy a car in England? But you see, Cyprus was a British colony until 1960. And like in England, they are driving on the left side of the road. And because at the time I was a foreigner, well, I'm still a foreigner, but now I'm a naturalized Cypriot. But then I was allowed to import a duty-free car. And driving to Cyprus instead of flying sounded like more fun and also gave me the opportunity to pack more stuff. The countdown had started, summer came and August was just around the corner and I was getting a little more and more anxious because I was actually planning to go and live somewhere forever after I hadn't lived anywhere for longer than a maximum of a year and a half, even less, since my 18th birthday. But you know, I don't really think that I realized 100% what I was doing at the time. And it's interesting to look back 27 years later, and I wonder sometimes what would have happened to me if I hadn't taken that decision. There are moments in our lives which are significant. And as I already said, all our decisions have consequences. And this was a big one. But the things we do for love, anyway. In August 1994, I flew to London from Switzerland to meet up with my husband Hector, who came from Cyprus and who had thoroughly studied the car market and has been responsible for all our car choices for the last 27 years, because I don't really care what I drive as long as it gets me from A to B. He knew exactly what we needed, and so we drove our rental car to Godalming in Surrey. Because Nigel, one of my husband's business associates, was going to help us purchase a Range Rover. I remember that we were staying at one of those very British English bed and breakfast hotels with one of those narrow carpeted stairs. And the next day we went car shopping and Nigel knew exactly where to go. The deal was done fairly quickly. Shortly after our arrival in the UK, I was the happy owner of an Arden Green Range Rover, with which we drove down to Dover the same day, actually, a few hours after we bought it, to get on the ferry that took us to Calais in France. And when we were filling out the forms for the ferry, we didn't know the car registration and had to go outside to check, which made us look a little suspicious at least I got the idea from the person who was selling us the ticket. He probably thought that we had stolen the car somewhere. Remember, this was 1994. There was no internet to buy the tickets online. We had to go to a desk. The crossing of the channel was pretty uneventful and it only takes about an hour and a half. And off we went on our road trip through France, into Germany and then to Switzerland 
because the next stop was Lucerne, my home. We're going to load all our belongings for the big move. The driving time is about eight hours. One thing that we noticed very quickly, even though my husband had studied the car market, that this was a gas guzzler. You could literally see that petrol tank indicator move every two hours. We had to fill the tank. Fortunately, our island here isn't so big. Distances are not long, so it was okay. But first we had to get there. I don't really remember much of that long drive. But one thing that I remember is that we only had one CD. And it was the Eagles. And about every 45 minutes, Hotel California came on. And uh, yeah, it reminds me of that trip even today, every time I hear this song. Now, driving on the right side of the road with a left-hand drive car is tricky and needs attention. But I did get behind the wheel on the German Autobahn. We arrived in Lucerne, tired, but happy that everything had gone well. And just in time to say goodbye to my gorgeous sports car, which I had bought to impress the boys. But since I was about to move in with my man, I didn't need it anymore and was happy to pass it on to my friend. I have a picture of both cars next to each other and it was very symbolic, like saying goodbye to the wild days and hello to serious life. I was 35 years old, after all, and had definitely lived a crazy life and traveled several times around the world it was really time to become a little more serious. We spent a few days in Switzerland. We were in the summer. We were invited to barbecues, farewell parties. We said goodbye to so many friends. We laughed and we cried a lot, or at least I cried a lot. And then filled the car to the brim with my belongings, which were going with me to my new home. I still have to say it again. I don't think I realized 100% what I was doing because this was a very big step for me. Even though I knew where I was going because I had lived in Cyprus before, this was a different deal. It was like I was not used to having stability in my life and this was going to be forever or at least, you know, a long time. Early on a Wednesday morning on August the 3rd, we left Lucerne and started driving south through the Italian part of Switzerland and into Italy in Chiasso. It's a beautiful time to drive down Bella Italia and our destination was the port of Ancona where we would be taking the ferry to Piraeus or sorry, no, to Patras. Patras was the first stop. I love Italy, but this time there wasn't any time to enjoy the beautiful country and eat their beautiful food. We were just driving down the autostrada and our main concern was not to get a speeding ticket. We arrived in Angona about seven hours later. We had a few stops. I think it was more than seven hours. I think it was seven hours of driving and with a few stops. But anyway, well on time to catch the ferry and then cross the Adriatic Sea stopped shortly on the Ionian island of Corfu and docked in the morning in Patras, which is Greece's third largest city and the regional capital of Western Greece in the northern Peloponnese, about 
210 kilometers west of Athens. We then drove across the Peloponnese Peninsula, past the Canal of Corinth, arrived in Athens where we met a friend for lunch who was the director or the regional manager of Lloyd's of London. And I knew Athens well from my times as a tour guide in Greece and everything felt so familiar and normal somehow. And of course, the fact that I speak fluent Greek helped me. It helped me feel more at home already. We had driven from the UK to France, then through Germany to Switzerland, then through Italy to Greece, and finally ended up in Cyprus. And you know what? I can speak the language of every single one of those countries. Being multilingual is a blessing. And every language that we ever learn comes in handy at some point in our life. It also helps being taken more seriously when people realize that you make the effort to learn the local language wherever you are. But back to the trip and back to the story. So that night after the lunch in Athens, we took the ferry from Piraeus to Limassol. And that trip was fun. The name of the ship was Nisos Kypros, which means the island of Cyprus. Very appropriate for a trip to Cyprus or for a move to Cyprus. And there was a casino. I had spent lots of time on cruise ships in the Caribbean and also going from Miami to the Bahamas, where I used to be on my own and bored to tears. Some nice British croupier had taught me how to play blackjack. And of course, I had practiced during my trips in the US when I was in Las Vegas or in Atlantic City. On this trip on the ferry, I won 100 pounds even though my husband still says today that he won them, but who cares? I still think it was me. After the night, on the first night on the ferry to uh, Cyprus, we arrived on the beautiful Greek island of Rhodes, where I had worked as a tour guide for the first time at the tender age of 20, and I had never been back since. We had time to go for lunch and it felt so amazing to see where all this fascination with traveling and working abroad had started. My gypsy life had come full circle and this was the end. I was on my way to settle. On Saturday, the 6th of August, around lunchtime, we arrived at the port of Limassol and drove to my new home. Hector and I had known each other for a long time but we had never lived together and we were both 35 years old. I had never actually lived with anybody and this was going to be an interesting experience. I think once I had unpacked my stuff and more or less settled, reality hit me. And of course the summer heat in Cyprus didn't help. I was miserable. The first few days in my new home, I felt homesick and cried every night while drinking beer. And then my usual survival instinct kicked in and I started renovating the apartment. Basically took everything apart, painted, changed all the light fixings and bought new furniture. Our agreement was that I would stay for a year and see how it goes. And at first I was reluctant to invest money in new stuff, but then I had a life lesson from my best friend Ruth. When I mentioned to her 
that I wasn't about to spend money because I wasn't sure how long I was going to stay here. She told me that these are investments in life. And if I didn't create the surroundings, which I like, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't be a real test and it would fail. And I never forgot that. We have to make investments in life because if we don't try, we will never know. I had been an independent woman with a great job and a huge salary. And I had given it all up because I wanted to know if I could live a happy life in Cyprus with my man. I had a job waiting for me at the Sheraton Hotel in Limassol. And I started working at the beginning of September. And when I received my first paycheck, I cried. I had gone from six and a half thousand Swiss francs to 450 pounds. But then again, I had known that before I started. I have no one else to blame but myself. And it was worth it. 27 years, two children, many, many cars, and a few cats later, I am sitting here at the Four Seasons and I would do it all again. I wouldn't change a thing. And by the way, the green Range Rover which brought me here still exists. My husband keeps saying that he will restore it so we can drive it again. In the meantime, it's a classic. And as you know, I didn't only stay for a year. I decided to stay and settle and have a family. And our daughter was born in 1996. And a year and a half later, our son joined us and my world had turned upside down. Suddenly, I was a mother of two small babies at the age of 37. When the kids were small, we traveled to Switzerland, of course. We had to go and show off our babies at my home. And so Switzerland and back and occasionally to a Greek island because it's a short flight. But I had promised myself that I will make sure that I will teach my kids that they would love traveling. And I did. And in the coming episodes, I will tell you about our adventures together. From now on, it's not going to be me. It's going to be us. Because my life as a globetrotter didn't end just because I had kids. I just took a little break. If you like my podcast, please download all the episodes and subscribe and tell all your friends and family about it. There is a lot more to come and a lot more adventures that wait for you or that are waiting for me to share with you. If you enjoy my podcast, please like, share and subscribe to my channel. You will find all the information in the show notes.